Hi, we're your Trash Weekly. Bye, Weekly. <laughs> we're back with your weekly dose of trash from Europe. I'm Stephanie, and you are? I'm Nora, and this episode is with our friend again, Lauren, who's coming back. Tell more about her experience uh, with improving, hopefully, COVID uh, situations. Yeah, that, there's lots and lots and lots to talk about. Um, very frustrating things to talk about from my side here in Europe. Yeah. But lots to talk about nevertheless. So it's going to be interesting to have her back and get her point of view. On yeah, all and I'm going to try to feature this episode next to our old episode of on COVID where Lauren was also a guest and she gave us such a good uh, you know, overview of what Inside, was going yeah. on at the time, Yeah, which is very difficult time and hopefully it improved we will see because i don't really know either i just i'm staying home <laughs> that's all i know that's all i know i know i know um, we're, we're we're actually almost um germany was supposed to go into a super duper lockdown like everything closed grocery stores like everything um even my my work they were supposed to be easter break they were gonna make easter break longer and have everything closed every single person nobody's going to work no one's going to the grocery store. So like, you have times to go to the store again, like like certain times. No, no there are no times right now. The, the grocery stores are open, but they were supposed to be closed for seven days. Okay. Completely, completely, one hundred percent, everything closed. Like we're not going to work. That's why I was even like kind of excited because I was like, oh, I'm getting a really long um, Christmas, um, not Christmas, uh, Easter break. Um, but then, um, you know, she got too much backlash because it was too short of notice. It was like a week before Easter. Oh, okay. And she got so much backlash. So she's like, um, she revoked it. She apologized. Merkel, I'm talking about my channel. Yeah, Chancellor. yeah, yeah. She, and, mom. Um, <laughs> Who else do we have? have yeah, done, Merkel. Yeah, it wouldn't have done anything anyways. I, I truly do not believe that this would have changed anything because our cases are still going up here. Um, I can't so. wait to figure out what's going on everywhere. I'll I'll tell my part, which will be very small in this one, because I let's call her in, because I can't wait mm -hmm. to get started. I love Lauren. So. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, let's get in. Hi, Lauren. Mm. Hello. How's it going? Hey. Everything. Everything. While you staying healthy? Um. Yeah. So far, so good. <laughs> we are too. My husband got yep. the vaccination. Oh, good. Did you get the, the first one or the second one? He he only got the first one on Wednesday, the Pfizer. And he did okay with it? Oh, yeah. No issues. A little arm ache, like a flu shot, I think. And that's Perfect. it. And I'm continuing to seek out my turn. He, I think what he got is a leftover shot, you know, when we have those websites you sign up. And then they oh, have yeah. the leftover list. And then he can just show up and get leftover. Um, that's how a lot of people are getting it, I hear. Yeah, this is what we have, uh, which is, is great. I don't know if you guys want me to hear about my experience on this shot seeking, because more people in my office getting it due to conditions and, you know, kind of what it is kind of okay now and very straightforward to get. But for me, um, it's so hard still. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous at Nick, though, because <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> could just show up swooping and then and then got it and then and i i i signed up i almost got the johnson on a website that i think had i don't know what they had i was just like okay oh my god i have my appointment and it turned out to be a day when we planned to take the kids for like this small ski thing in tahoe and i'm like okay so how come this website shows the timings but not the date 
when the shot's supposed to take place, so I had to cancel it. And Aww. ever since then, I have no way back to, to that website. <laughs> they just say there's no more options, nothing, you're not qualified anymore. I'm like, okay, crap. Because, of oh, course, I don't, I don't have pre-existing conditions. I don't always qualify. So that's my hunt. That's my little piece. And then we can, we, can, we can see what you guys are experiencing, especially what you're experiencing, Lauren, in the hospital. Um, oh, I actually, I, even though I work at the hospital, we had to kind of finagle hours. Our boss didn't put in for our shots. And um, I only got mine because I happened to be working one evening when the nursing office was getting their shots and the nursing supervisor just happened to call our department and say they had left over and asked oh. me if I wanted to come over. So it was totally by chance. What? And which one, which one was it? Which one did you uh, get? I got the Moderna. Okay. I'm really interested uh, in talking to people that got the, the AstraZeneca because everybody I know in Germany that's gotten that one, they, you know, I think it's a live virus, so they've gotten quite sick afterwards. Oh, wow, we don't have that. We have Moderna, Pfizer, or Johnson now. We have AstraZeneca, which mm -hmm. was first giving people blood clots, and people were dying from heart attacks and stuff. Then they completely um, got pulled those off the market, did their um, long-term study for about a couple of weeks, and we uh, <laughs> figured out, oh, it's safe, the blood clots, this was just um, coincidence. And so now it's back on the market again. The same exact one they didn't even modify. No, it's the AstraZeneca. It's um, it's a live virus, though. So um, mm. everybody that I know, they have sick for uh, like a day or two. Is it also like, two doses? Like symptoms? Huh? Is it also two doses, like or one? No, I think it's just one. Oh, the, so yeah, that's why I wanted to test the Johnson on myself because I'm like, I just want to get it done in one. And I don't know what the Johnson does. Do you know, Lauren, what the Johnson does? Um, is it, is the, that the, R it's, the RNA. Oh, it's uh, called no, Janssen, it's, it's actually. It's an inactivated live virus. So it's it is, built on the like the old flu vaccine technology. So it is like the AstraZeneca a little bit. Like yeah. It's a yeah. Virus. Okay. I'm ready for that. I wanted to. I wanted to get the strongest one dose. I wanted to see. And then Nick was like, oh, they didn't know when they show up for these leftovers. They don't know what they're gonna get." But there have also been, I have seen an article too, uh, in Hawaii, five people that were fully vaccinated got COVID. So, you know, I, I believe it's because it was a the new strain. So the new strain okay. is more infectious and kind of hides from antibodies. So uh, they are having trouble with that. They're working, each of the companies now currently are working on booster shots for those. So those yeah, should have... be out. We have so many different strains, and I, I believe in Europe even, we have a really dangerous one that is almost immune to the vaccine. Um, I don't know if it's the South Africa one or if it's the Brazilian one, but we have one um, that has, I don't know if it's already in the U.S., but we have a strain that's almost immune to the vaccine. So We do have both of those Um both of those different strains, but I think ours right now that's most dominant is a hybrid strain. They're calling it mm. the California strain. It uh, is both mo more infectious and also hides from antibodies. So it's both. Oh okay. my God, there is a California strain. You would think there would be the Florida strain since Florida <laughs> never stopped partying and 
I mean, yeah, it's the virus on bath salts. <laughs> it's the virus that, like, I don't know, Floridians trying to like create themselves into a human survivor machine or what? Because I mean, they just never stop. Like they never no, they take never, precautions. They it never seems. acted like they had COVID at all. Florida never had COVID. It's like never. No, <laughs> it's and crazy. You know, I'm on some Facebook group, and then they and people in Florida are like, "Where can I take my daughters?" To be safe, because these people don't seem to think rationally here, and like it's no it's one wears masks. No, Florida just... and Texas, they they are full of those people. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, even okay, even my Texas uh, father-in-law got the shot. I think the first one so far, uh, and so I don't know what. Yeah, I think I think there's lots of also a lot of maybe young people in Florida who just don't care. And they know they they probably be fine, because you know when you it's have just, youth, I guess then you have that mentality that I don't care, I just survive everything. No, no, no. Florida has a lot of old people. I mean, there should be the last ones um, that should care live there, but the young people visit first. Yeah, break yeah. And stuff. Like yeah. the the um, spring breakers in Miami that have mm-hmm. like now another outbreak down there. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's uh, okay. But I don't know why yeah, there is so a California hard. strain because, I mean, okay, I'm in the Bay Area, which is super locked down and very much everyone is very, uh, you know, you're here too, Lauren, right? Like everyone here, at yeah. least in the North Bay, everyone is very much like, stay home, we not meet, we don't, very sensitive. We don't want people to feel they being forced to see other people. <laughs> Well, and we also locked down before the rest of the country did and before our state did even. So the Bay Area kept sending all of their uh, employees home. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we were kind of the first to do that. We were super, super careful. I think it's just because we had a lot of uh, people who were on the Internet researching. They knew this was coming. So it's the first thing they did was just send everybody home. Mm-hmm. And they really... well, it's the same that Europe did, but we're, we're our numbers are going up every day, and, and we're, we've been in lockdown since December. Germans listen to the rules. Everyone wears masks. Everyone distance. We can't go shopping, like clothes shopping or anything. We, we can't go outside. We're not even... We have curfews. We have another curfew that just started on Friday again. And our numbers keep going up. And, and the vaccine, of course, in Europe, they messed that up big time, so... I'm not going to get the vaccine for a very long time. So. And what are you um, doing? Are you like, uh, so So you're basically working from home? Yeah, all of us, you have to. And you say the grocery stores are open? So That's it. That's it. And do you have yeah. like, the, even the small grocery stores open? Because in Europe we have those, no. you know, like those are not no, allowed. No, no, no. They're not allowed to be open, and we have um, and we have to wear N95 masks only. We cannot wear any other masks. The clothes masks and stuff. Okay, but not the valve yeah. ones. Not the one that has the dual valve. It must be the. No, no, just the N95. Okay, the filtered. Yeah. Yeah, we have to wear those, and yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. That's why she wanted to go in super lockdown, where even the grocery stores close. Do you know anyone who was sick in your in your? family or like someone you're close to i i don't know too many people in germany yet because of because of the pandemic we haven't been able to even make friends yeah Uh, my family is fine my grandma got vaccinated my mom is a nurse so she got vaccinated so um nobody in my family has gotten it and i don't know anybody in germany who has gotten it no but 
the numbers are bad. I, I just don't know. We just, what else can we do though? We're literally doing everything that we can. So at this point, I'm, I'm just like over the lockdown. <laughs> I'm so over it. Yeah, you're getting I've frustrated because, because it's for not year. like, yeah, it's not like, I mean, I'm in, enjoying so called because I became totally a homebody and I live on the internet now. And it's, I'm very happy with it, to be honest, because I have anyway, like some issues that I'm very, I have very low energy sometimes, you know, I have very high energy sometimes and then very low energy. So this less lack of movement actually is kind of convenient <laughs> for me. But, you know, I can see how a lot of people getting fed up, especially like this in Europe in close quarters. You're in a, are you in an apartment or? Yeah, suicide rates are up, um, domestic violence is up. Because the, the children that um, have abusive parents are now locked in with their... Um, nobody cares about that, though. It's just all about the stupid numbers. I mean, you can hear I'm tired. I'm COVID-tired. Yeah, I'm you are, tired, really. It, it, I mean, understandably. Because where can you even go? I mean, here, you know, we just go and then there is space. You can just go out in the big parks and... If you're not even allowed to do that, can you... So you, you guys have these parks too, the, the big parks. Can you go there and then like walk the dog and things like this? Um, you can if you have a dog. Um, yeah. If you don't have a reason, you shouldn't. They would fine you? Yeah. So what do you think about that, Lauren? I mean, just like hearing um, that. You know, it... It sounds excessive, but I know that with the strains that are going around, I know that it's not excessive. Um, I mean, we're opening up here in the Bay Area way too much, and our case yeah. count has gone up exponentially. Yeah. yeah. So I don't um, follow the case count very closely because I just know I'm safe. I kind of like, <laughs> I, I'm just going to do my part here. But, um, you know, I see that... So our restaurants opening up indoors and that was like super alarming to me. Like, okay, okay. We just started vaccinating. Maybe we shouldn't jump to the. Yeah. Like, that's the dumbest thing they could do. Right. Honestly. Especially because it can be spread in so many different ways. It's ridiculous that they're kind of not talking about that. They're not addressing that at all. Oh, share that. Um, Cause I also thought uh, it's more airborne. Yeah, um, so I mean, there there are respiratory droplets, it is airborne, but also um, it can be transmitted like hepatitis B, so through fecal transmission, if they go to the bathroom and they don't wash their hands, and then they prepare your food. Um, oh god, now I'm not it, going back to any restaurant for a while again, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like uh, there are... <laughs> sound terrible there are semen samples that are testing pos positive so men can possibly give it to women during sex so it could be a sexually transmitted disease oh at god this point. yeah yeah, yeah. it goes and it just finds anything yeah yeah right. and it's a bloodborne virus as well so i mean blood to blood transmission would definitely do it's it's pretty bad yeah wow it seems like okay i don't know nothing about viruses but this one is a very much like capable one like this thing just yeah adapts very very transmissible yeah it's wild um yeah. and, and and what do you see about the shot for yourself and for people around maybe in your hospital unit um a lot of people are complaining about uh the flu-like symptoms that they get but all of those are relatively mild, and especially because we're doing mostly Pfizer and Moderna, um, 
it's the, they're technically the safest vaccines ever created in history. So, so far, we're not really having a lot of trouble with um, injection reactions or anything. People are, are just complaining about the actual symptoms that you get. <laughs> when you build up immunity, you're going to get a low-grade fever. You're going to get body aches, stuff like that, headaches. It's fairly common. Even even with these, the, the Moderna and Pfizer? You may. Oh, it's with all of them because that's how the vaccine works in your body. It gets your body to uh, produce an immune response, mm -hmm. and you need that immune response so that you can build up your antibodies yeah. to fight off the virus. So all of that, the fever, the chills, the body aches, that's all a good sign. It means that your yeah, body yeah. is build, building antibodies, yeah. Exactly. That's how it's supposed to kind of react to the low dose. But uh, yeah, Nick did mention that the second night or first night or whatever, after he had this weird episode that lasted just a very short time, but he, he's also a weird guy. He never gets sick, but when he gets sick, it's like this one day of chill, and then he's mm -hmm. just laying around, and the next day he's fine. That's his sickness normally. So this one hour... <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it's maybe the shot, maybe you just really got sick, who knows. But even if it's a reaction, well, hello, compared to actual COVID, you're you're done. You know, nearly. Right. He's and not done, he has to get a second like dose. But It's helping the people that had long-haul COVID symptoms. So people that had already had COVID and recovered that are still left with long-term symptoms. It's helping clear out those symptoms. Really? They Yeah, I did hear that because, as well. That's good news. Um, I've never heard that. Yeah, when it builds up antibodies, uh, it's kicking out all of the reserves that people are holding in their bodies. So it's helping clear out that virus because a lot of people are testing positive three, six months after they've had it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. And, okay, so that's that's good news. I, I didn't know that. That's that's really good. That that can help with the long haulers. Uh, yes, anecdotally, definitely. I've heard it from, from people who actually, like, you know, groups facebook groups this is the internet so but um you know what would be the reason to lie about it uh but you know it actually happened with a friend of mine a close friend of mine mm -hmm. she'd been suffering oh, oh. for a few months with long-haul covid symptoms and after she got the vaccine all of that cleared up wow that is yeah. really good that is, i'm so glad to hear that yeah that's sure. amazing bonus <laughs> yeah that's a big bonus i mean <laughs> Because I so, can't imagine the fear of those people thinking, is this something I have to live now for the rest of my life? Or, you know, cause it's, yeah, you because know. a lot of people don't have, I mean, we don't have answers for them. We don't know if it's going to exactly. last a couple months. You don't know if it's going to last a year. Yep. And a lot of people have been dealing with the symptoms for a long time. And you can't really tell what's permanent damage until you yep. clear out that virus and get to feeling better. Yeah, without sharing much. Uh, but what were her symptoms? With low energy or like actual headaches? Like, what? What? Um, did she she was having a lot of. Well, she's got bad kidneys anyway, but she was having a oh. lot of kidney issues. Um, she had kind of uh, like a buzzing in her body. She was run down, tired, uh, shortness of breath, stuff like that. Just generally, like always sick, like much, yeah. Yeah, and which she went back to work and everything, but still she gets run down. She's exhausted by the end of the day. She's having trouble breathing if she's moving around too much. So, yeah. That's just like it, after pregnancy really I experienced. So, you know, there's all kinds of viruses. We just yes. call them kids. But uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I'm totally kidding because, yeah, Jesus Christ, pregnancy, two kids. Yeah. It does make you tired. It does wear you out. 
Yeah, well, yeah. And then, you know, I mean, I, I really, um, this is a whole different topic. Let's not go off topic of COVID. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad to hear that people get, you know, relief. And it's a promised thing, but with this virus, seems to be so unknown, so many unknowns. Yeah, it's just so new, you know, the virus. We don't know, we don't know anything yet. We're just like 5% in, I think, in our research. It's just a year, a little over a year now. <laughs> They've been trying to study what's been going on with the body, but most of the focus was going on treatment, you know, how yeah, to fix it, what's going on mm-hmm. exactly. Um, and we've got a couple of tools in the bag now so um definitely treatment is getting better in the hospital but there still aren't a lot of answers for people who are having long-haul covid symptoms or if they've got really severe covid there's we have a treatment plan for it now but it it's kind of hit or miss and everything has to be tailored to each patient yeah, and then all these strains that are coming here, and, and uh, I don't know. I just don't see a light at the tunnel yet, but that's also because I'm locked down for too long. I don't even know what stores look like from the inside anymore. <laughs> well, Stephanie, there's online stores. I, I mean, That's not the same. It's not the same. I've been doing some <laughs> online shopping, but shopping is my cardio, and if I just click with my mouse, then only my finger gets cardio. It doesn't help me a lot. Not so you same. mean you work out shopping? You do so much workout, you don't need this, uh, this shopping experience. I do need shopping in my life. I really oh my do. goodness. Shopping is cathartic for me. I, I, this is, no, I miss it. I'm, I'm just walking through the city, you know, and going into the stores, trying things on. And I, I just, I miss it. I miss even, we were, you know, we moved to a new country. We were not, we weren't able to meet anybody because we're not even in work. So I don't even know my coworkers really. Yeah. Like, you know, it's impossible to make friends. And especially it's... in Europe, so much of life is just sitting outside, watching people, like, you know, being downtown, cafes, yeah. Walking but, in the city, yeah. I mean, it's just... See, that's why yeah, I'm depressing. in a different position, because I was missing that super much uh, from, from Europe, I mean, from, yeah, inside California, but I'm never going to get it anyway. So this way, I don't have nothing to miss, because it's accepted <laughs> that I'm just sitting at home. It's cool. No, no coffee houses. It's, anyway, Starbucks is not a real coffee house. What a shit show that is. <laughs> no, it's but, not. It's not. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, sorry, Starbucks. We're not going to get a sponsor there, for sure. Um, no. I used to work for Starbucks. You don't need it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have my own coffee maker, uh, Like, and I love it. And ever since then, I don't have to go. But the coffee culture and sitting out culture in Europe is greatly missed, especially in the spring and summer month. Right, Stephanie, this it gives people right now, a whole different right now, vibe. Normally, all the beer gardens would be opening up. People would, you know, because last week actually we had really nice. We had um, uh, in Fahrenheit, I think 75, sunny. Um, you know, people wanted to go outside because finally the winter months, you know, the winter is leaving. And we can't go anywhere because everything's closed. Like, yeah, normally yeah, the beer it's... gardens would be full. The cafes would be full. Inner cities would be full. The, the um, ice cream parlors would be crowded and nothing it's empty i mean this is so sad because people don't quite understand i think from california i want that you know how freaking bad the winter month can be on already some 
Sometimes it's depressing. It gets dark at 4 p.m., people. You like, don't see the sun all day. Yes. Yeah. It and never it's really cold. gets light. It stays dark all day, and then yeah. it gets dark again around 4. And you never see the sun. Yeah. So it's just... Yeah. yeah. And then and then you people really get a good, you know, respite about, like, okay, night's spring, we can go outside finally, there's sun, the weather is agreeable, and then this is what you get, you can't do it. Um, yeah. yeah. Mentally, it is hard to bear. Cause it, people, the, the nice weather calls people outside. That's why we are lucky here. Like, you know, it's just and a fact. Walk outside, you get the sun. We have only a one-bedroom apartment, and me and my husband have to work from home nonstop. We're, like, on top of each other, you know? It's, like, it's really testing our marriage now for a year. For a year. We don't everybody's get, relationships. Yeah. We don't get any time even apart, when, like, whenever he does go into work, like, once a week or twice. It's always, like, oh, enjoy the eight hours just by yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People need the different space, the different yeah. time. Uh, because even for me, I what I've done is I'm just move around different parts of the house for location change now, and it feels. I wish I had a house where I could. Right. Be. In Ireland, it was okay because like my office was downstairs, his was upstairs, so we had separation. But yeah. we're literally sitting next to each other because in the living room because it's yeah. a small apartment that we got on accident. While, while COVID was happening and we had to fly only one week to Germany and see as many apartments as possible and hope we get one. And yeah. you, you chose the yeah. apartment during COVID already? Yeah, it was last year during March. Oh, we gosh. flew to Germany one just week. Just as it started, huh? Just as it started. Nobody was wearing masks yet, but COVID was there and we were counting the cases. I remember it was like we landed in Germany and we were like, 45 cases. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So. Well, yeah, and I would love You're to lucky hear. We got something. I That's have friends in an Asian thing. country in Hong Kong, and I'm curious how they deal with it because I think they have food service and they just pick it up in their apartments. But maybe people are used to living in the small apartments as it is anyway. You know, because yeah, they're just, they're they're used to smaller living spaces, but also they did also go into work and at least got some separation through that. And I don't know if they're going into work or quarantining over there I have no idea yeah I mean they had to quarantine because the because of how close they were but yeah Hong Kong is different a lot of people can work from uh on internet and you know it's a lot of um telecommuting location work done there so yeah but yeah in Europe this is frustrating for lifestyle and for what you expect out of lifestyle in Europe yeah well, if it makes yeah. you feel any better, they're opening up stuff here, and it's it's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, we see it more and more. We even discussed, we're like, you know, soon you're going to see in America people sitting uh, in audiences again, and nobody's wearing a mask, and everything's fine, and we're sitting over here waiting on our vaccine. <laughs> but I did not know that it's it's so terrible over there. Well, the, the worst part about it is that, um, like, Right now, the hospital is actually doing really well. We've only got, like, maybe a dozen cases of positive people in the hospital, but we're still almost at capacity. So we've only got, like, 4% availability in our ICU rooms and wow. maybe, like, 16 18% availability in regular rooms. And most of that is either because people have gone crazy now that um, everything started to open up, so people are getting shot and stabbed, 
or um oh, right. it's oh my god like who, violent violent uh... yeah oh yeah terrible and um oh. the other percentage would be people that had covid previously and now are having issues from that they're having heart attacks strokes kidney failure stuff like that yeah it's just and and you know the only thing the just one thing that was really good in America because of quarantine the mass shootings went away but they're coming back now too, so yes. it's just um, and I'm sure this quarantine didn't help with mental health like same as here. Yeah. So people are cooped up and they've gone a little crazy yeah. now that they're opening back up. I can see that, and I I was kind of scared of it. It's like almost uh, like a roaring twenties we're having because. Mm-hmm. I mean, not we yet, but you guys. And <laughs> we're still way in the pro- prohibition. Um, but we're finally like, freedom, oh my God, like people go nuts. I, I can totally see that. So, and, but your numbers are going down because I always look at the numbers in, in America, COVID cases, but I mean, no one's counting all the other cases that you're mentioning. Yeah, our case counts are definitely, they're climbing. Um, it's definitely worse in states that have no mask mandate anymore. But yeah. um, the thing that we're having the most trouble with, I think, is the fact that we've got so many people admitted in the hospital that are dealing with issues from past COVID infections. And a lot of people don't realize that. Most people don't. And I mean, everybody I've talked to that had COVID and I tell them about the, you know, be careful, heart attack, cardiovascular, uh, you know, disease and, and just with working out. And, and no one has ever heard it. Everyone I talk to, no one has ever heard it. And they're always like, really? I ran my best time right after COVID. Cool. Well, the okay. scary thing is that um, it doesn't necessarily have to be lung involvement. And it in most cases, it's not. Uh, What we're seeing right now is not a lack of ventilators. It's a lack of dialysis machines. And that is a huge problem because so many people have toxins swimming around in their bloodstream and that's what's causing the strokes and the heart attacks. Mm. And uh, they're treating that with dialysis, but we only have so many machines to go around. So we're having to discharge people to like nursing home facilities so that they can get dialysis Dialysis. daily daily so we're using all of our dialysis and ecmo machines to try and filter out their blood and it's all for post-covid patients completely new Mm -hmm. issue and this is also elderly population yeah yeah i mean all ages are having trouble with this what are the symptoms that um you that's when you when you need to go to the dialysis what are the symptoms for that um, well, you'll start to get uh, kidney failure, but the the issue is that um, essentially with COVID comes a mass cell die-off in the body, and that releases a bunch of clotting chemicals into your blood, and then your blood becomes kind of gummy and thick, and mm-hmm. that's what's causing a lot of um, our issues. So the heart attacks, the strokes, like we used to have a stroke, maybe every two or three days, we would have a stroke activation. Now we've got about three or four to maybe 10 per day. Wow. Yeah. And then, um, the mental fog, the confusion, uh, the fatigue, the shortness of breath, all of that is tied into the thick blood. And the only real treatment for that would be dialysis or blood thinners. Okay. 
But this is obviously not everybody. That's just some people. Um, we're, we're seeing it causing permanent heart damage and scarring, um, in, I'd say about 60%, 70% of patients, at least in, yeah, in, uh, in small amounts even. So they're Mm -hmm. having lung scarring, heart scarring, um, kidney damage. Some people have liver damage, although that's more rare. A lot of people are complaining of neurological issues that aren't going away. All of that is because of everything that's floating around in the bloodstream. And it's infiltrating um, their spinal fluid. So that's, they don't know if it's coming, the brain issues are coming from the spinal fluid or the um, the blood. And a lot of people can have that and they have maybe no symptoms afterwards? like. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that that's what's going on, or they think that um, because they've had this uh, cough or this lung issue, that that's what's causing the shortness of breath when they go out running. Um, but actually, it, it's in their blood. It's the thickness okay, it's of because of blood. COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. it sounds well, that's so insidious. It's crazy. Yes. But the body is yeah. insane. I mean, I don't even know how doctors, or researchers, or who's you know, dealing with this because it is so complex. And everybody's know. having to work together. And I mean, everybody's kind of fumbling around in the dark, essentially, just yeah. trying to treat symptoms as they pop up and then um, trying to figure out where they're coming from. They thought that it was. Uh, system-wide inflammation that was causing a lot of the issues and it turns out that it's just all of the chemicals that are released into your blood just natural chemicals um clotting factors stuff like that and that's why the dialysis is the best way we have now to clean it dialysis and ecmo um what's they're trying to keep people off uh it's another blood filtering system oh so uh it takes out all of your blood, oxygenates it, filters out the bad stuff, puts it back in. Good Lord. Wow. Yeah. And I imagine this was like, okay, I don't know is the right word, but niche treatment before, like for certain conditions. And now it's like a, a needed thing. Well, for- we're finding that um, they're trying to avoid ventilators uh, unless it's absolutely necessary because most of the time when they put you on a ventilator, you're not going to come off. So... Um, They're proning patients, they're putting them on oxygen, they're doing absolutely everything they can to keep them off of a ventilator. And during that treatment, a lot of people's kidneys start to fail just outright. So that's where the dialysis machines come in. If their blood gets super thick and they're having stroke issues, then that's where the ECMO comes in. It's... um, Everything has been so different for each patient that they're kind of having to tailor each response to the patient. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we just, the entire world here has to come together, work together, and and share their information. And that's the only way we can really do enough research and get enough information. It's because everybody's so different. Even the vaccine supply, like, it's... um... It seems great. I think that the U.S. secured uh, and I, okay. So at, after April fifteen, I'd be eligible. Even I don't have to worry about my don't know pre-existing conditions, right? So mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm looking forward to see what what that's gonna be like because that's like gonna be a big rush of people trying to get vaccinated again. Definitely. 
Yeah. But uh, that's yeah. pretty much uh, 70 to 80 percent of our calls at the moment is people trying to get vaccines. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even I, I'm not eligible until um, the end of this year or beginning next year. Neither are they. They're just lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I have a while to go. But something funny happened because of um my company um, put out a new mandate that it's now required that you have to have the measles vaccine um, in order to work there. Okay. And it's an American company, but I don't know if they can do this in America. But, um, you know, now everyone's like, oh, my God, now they're probably going to do it with the COVID one, too. But I don't know if you can do if you can do this in America. What, what, what's, what's the measles? Oh, it's just for you. You know what the measles? No, but... Because the, the anti-vaxxers, because of the anti-vaxxers, we've... We've eradicated measles, but because of the anti-vaxxers, oh. there have been measles out- outbreaks I didn't everywhere. know the European uh, anti-vaxxer movement grew us to that level. That Okay. No, it's not It's not that big, but it's there have been measles outbreaks all over the world because of the anti-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. And now they um, just, we had just a town hall meeting last week and they were like, yep, yeah, it's going to be required from now on. It's kind so. of like school, like a... I mean, yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't talk about that because it's just assumed that everyone will get the vaccination for COVID here. But I mean, you know, America mm. is different. Your your employer not, can't exactly require not anti, you to not the anti-vaxxers. They're not going to get the vaccine. Yeah, I've but, already seen several Facebook posts of people that are talking about how they're going to mutate when they get the vaccines, and they're not going to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have exposure to those. Or I think people just don't want to post much about it openly anymore, maybe? I don't know. Oh, they do. Well, they, they get do. ridiculed here, so... <laughs> they really do. No, I don't know. Not the ones on my Facebook page. I only... Um, I'm friends of those people because I don't want to be in a complete echo chamber. So, you know... Oh, you just um, want to see what they say. But I'm, I'm curious. I, I think it's because they are in groups and they know that they can freely support each other in these weird theories. And then, no. um, and then, and then here, I think people are like... I don't know. Like, I don't want to put something on my Facebook that, like, you know. Kind Most of-, of these people, they end up blocking me because what I <laughs> what I don't do is I don't comment because if I comment, then I'm gonna get him and all their crazy friends to come after me. Mm-hmm. But what I do do is I um, put the laughing emoji, and then they can't reply to that. <laughs> they just know that I'm laughing or you know, like somebody yeah. posted something ridiculous and was serious it was very serious they were oh, talking yeah. about some kind of um how pedophilia is in this one little show i don't know something really crazy really crazy. oh so i know I what you know, mean laughing. i know what so you mean so this is basically the q group again and all this I, I did this a couple times and then i always get blocked after a while <laughs> and that's always like oh i got to them i got to them <laughs> are these your friends from yeah, Flo- florida or wh- where do you know these people from oh just oh online. yeah florida Okay, Florida. Florida um, online population. They're everywhere. Okay, and they're everywhere. I don't know. I'm just watching a good documentary on QAnon now on HBO, so that's why I'm. I have like. Oh, I've been watching that. That's amazing. Yeah, fresh info and like, what the crazy shit is this? Okay. You know they are calling me too, and uh, really? Yeah, they'll call me and tell me that uh, we're horrible because we're trying to push this vaccine oh. on people and we're trying to upload new data software into their body or something 
they're crazy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh my god. Like, you like know, you should just respond. No, no worries. I will just call. Uh, since I have full control over this, thank you for calling. <laughs> I have full control over the vaccine. I will from now on make sure no one gets that vaccine anymore. Thank you so I much. I want to just ask them not to come to the hospital at all. Please, doesn't matter what's going on with you. You're not allowed to yeah. come to the hospital. Just don't. If you're dying, sorry. <laughs> don't come here. <laughs> just don't. I don't want to see you. We'll get these calls where they'll tell us, like, I just got a call and they told me that I'm positive, but that's fucking impossible. There's no way I could be positive. And and start ranting about how it's all a lie and we're oh just God. trying to make money and it's ridiculous. But the shots are free. I mean... Wow. <laughs> Apparently we're lying and telling them that they're COVID positive so that they'll have to come to the hospital and be seen. Even though we tell them, unless you're having an, a medical emergency, like, don't come here if you're COVID positive. Mm -hmm. But for some yeah. reason, they think COVID positive, we're trying to get them to the hospital so that they have to pay money. Oh, okay. See that? You, you're trying to, um, Nora, you're trying to come at them logically, like, oh, but the COVID <laughs> vaccine is free. You can't use logic with those people. Like, whenever you use logic, it's going to drive you crazy. No, that's them. the thing. You just have to state the obvious to them, and then they have not no comeback eventually. Oh, they, they do. That's, that's, but even they if do, they have the comeback, then you just then you just go like, well, enjoy that theory. Hopefully you die soon. <laughs> well, well, we'll see which one happens first. <laughs> Please help yourself. Go to church. Go walk around without yeah. your mask on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, each their own. I mean, whatever you believe in. And by the way, yes. like, like how much it would cost for a government to put like trackers and micro nano shit in your body? Like, who would well, even bother? And why the fuck do they want to track you? Right. Who, who the how fuck are you? How important are you that, that you exactly. think that you? <laughs> <laughs> who do you think you are? Oh. She we want to watch you sit around in your mother's basement. Yeah, exactly. Care. It's like it's really, yeah, really exciting how you smoke pot in like or whatever. It's like what the hell? Like nobody gives a shit. Maybe that's the problem about U.S. society that nobody gives a shit, and that's why you're so depraved because nobody ever gave a shit about you. And we kind of get that, and I kind of even support fixing that. But I mean, I support a lot fixing that. But with this whole thing that someone's trying to like track, like kidnap and well come on like yes you want to hear crazy we've got um schools in the bay area that are the parents are picketing outside of the school to make them open up for in-person classes kind of demanding them to take their children and then when they go to class and then they get a notice that they've been exposed to COVID-19. Then they get super pissed off because they say that the school didn't protect them enough. Mm -hmm. But they're sending their kids to school knowing that children are not going to be able to get the virus or get the vaccine. So it's completely ridiculous that that's the first thing they want to open up because the age group it's the only age group where you can't vaccinate those people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah, you can't vaccinate them, them and they are carriers. Uh, I think, but I think that the logic would be, hey, all the teachers are vaccinated. I think it's the, the carrier issue, right? That that they would then bring it home and yeah. It, that that is an issue, but we're seeing more and more issues, medical issues, and possibly long term uh, issues with children with adolescents. So a lot of people, um, they're kind of surprised because they think that kids will get it and they'll just bounce back and everything will be fine. 
And that's not the case. Our PDICU has been full. All of those kids are really sick. And some of them have neurological or autoimmune diseases that they didn't have before. This is a very interesting topic, and it's very divisive. And I am more than happy to send them back to school personally when this opens up. And we are pissed Mm -hmm. at the teachers a little bit here because they're delaying it. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, okay, well, maybe reasonably, maybe not reasonably. How is that, that in a grocery store, everyone can go in? And I try to ask cashiers, do you have COVID outbreaks here? She was like, no, we wouldn't be able to open for a month after that. We have no COVID here. And I'm like, okay. So then how come you can't do outdoor education for the fucking kids? I'm really getting uh, annoyed because my kids learn nothing. And this generation will be the dumbest fucking generation ever because they are sitting at home playing, watching at YouTube. This is literally all they do, watching Kindly Kian and their YouTubers who just rave and rant all day. I can't figure out why they're making modifications inside classrooms when they should be taking the kids outside. Because most of these schools have plenty of areas outside, like on the football field, out in the quad, wherever. They've got areas where they could teach classes outside. It's just a pain in the ass. So they don't want to do that. I mean, you know, there's a lot of issues going on here. Issues going on here because private education opened up a while, a long time ago. They barely had a break, to be honest. And public Mm -hmm. education, which is the free for the rest of them who are not rich, is is completely neglected by the government there's no like they just dragging their feet it's been a year more than a year it's shit and i mean in europe what do the kids do stephanie i don't know kids go to school um i believe there's modified yes they um the kids are not out of school um because they they wouldn't let that happen in germany because um I don't know if you guys know, I mean, I don't know you might know, but in Germany, their um, kids are required to go to school. There's no such thing as homeschooling. Yeah, so I know. It's oh, like if you, see, no if you see a child, if the police sees a child during the week on the street in the mornings, the police will pick up the child and make sure that that child is, will be in school. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, because then yeah. They, they understand that education and these years are not just fucking around and it is important for your future. And this, this gap of education yeah. for public and private kids and further device is, is like, you know, to be honest, is crazy. I understand the medical reasons. I understand that some children or maybe all kids, if they get this, but there would be ways to avoid getting it. After all this time, they could have secured the schools. You know, so for us watching this decline and complete, I don't even know what they're going to grow up to be. Education failure. It's failure right now. Absolutely. And the teacher's calling it in literally an hour a day and that's it. And after that, I'm supposed to be sitting there doing their homework. And I'm sorry, I'm the parent. I'm supposed to do my own work so they can have food on the table. Hello. Well, the horrible thing is that they've opened up the schools before they've actually vaccinated the teachers. So the teachers aren't safe yet. Most of them have barely had one shot, if that. Um, They're just now getting to the point where some of them have had both shots. But um, they're operating at about a quarter capacity on alternating days. And all of the kids are facing the walls and not the teacher. And they're looking at the teacher on screens anyway. It's just ridiculous. I don't know why they don't move it outside. And then we have some districts that um, 
I guess, have more money in the school district. And they've demanded that their children have personal liberties and that they we can't take their temperatures. We can't really put them through screening. All we can do is just ask them if they have symptoms. So they oh my don't God, really like, have let's see, many this, Everything, safeguards. there's no rules and people are not allowed to conform to something that's logical. Europe can be kind of wild sometimes in, in like seeming oppressive. To live in a society, you have to agree to some sort of rules of the society so people don't go crazy one way or the other, you know? And that would create a true, what we call, what we would call society, don't you think? I mean, I'm just appalled by the fact that, oh, all these personal rights about temperature taking, the teachers don't (laughs) want to go back. There's so many, like, yes, everyone has their personal perspective, but as a society, we have some common fucking good here. Wager and work towards and take your personal shit outside of this, yeah? I don't know, but I'm European again. This is where my European comes in that. (laughs) (laughs) I think if it's for the greater good of everybody and they want them in school, then they should be at least trying to do screening, trying to test kids, trying to keep everybody safe. Yeah, and there would be ways. This this shouldn't be rocket science, how to do it. The facing away the teacher is bullshit. But what is this? Uh, You know, like there would be ways to handle this, you know, but... There is no will. There is apparently no money. I don't know. They shouldn't take that much money to buy a freaking face shield for each child. They're spending and more you know money what's happening? to build partitions when they yeah. should just be taking kids outside. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, California, yeah, now you can do that. But most of the year, most of the country, you can't. It's, it's the divide between the private people. Because mm-hmm. even my neighbor's kids are allowed to go to a private daycare, which you pay for. So as soon as you pay... COVID is fine. No issue. What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, I'm not going to pay out of principle because I paid a lot of in my life for childcare, which I would love to take back, to be honest. Uh, so, yeah, my kids will be fine, I guess, on my own because we are on our own, which is the sad situation here. But it is, <laughs> it is the end of the rope because these kids are wild on their own and the only reason they are doing anything is because they fear me. <laughs> They know that mom will be angry if I don't do my work and there will be no Minecraft or Fortnite until they do their work. It's this. It's this. This is all we got. This is all we hanging over their heads. No fun until you do your work, which is what every fucking school should be teaching, to be honest. But Because we have a school near us that opened up about two weeks ago and they've already had their first positive test. So, I mean, it's just super frustrating that they can't really figure this thing out. It's so crazy because, uh, like, in Southern Bay, I go there for an outside group for a Hungarian school for my kids. And in the South Bay, the schools opened up, I think, much earlier. Some schools in some districts opened up, like, a couple months after. So it's always Mm -hmm. different. And then you hear that they have these half-assed or like, checks. Like, in the morning at 7 a.m., you're supposed to fill out this form that you've been sick or you had headache and then in the first week you know everyone fills out the form the second week nobody gives a shit it's, it's you know like it's like what what the hell is this process there is reasonable things you could do that are not being done i think and then and then you're fighting the temperature taking some parents like so so there's a lot of ridiculous personal shit in this and where it should be just a functional system the goal would be to have these kids interact even though they can't be close to each other physically. You know? Well, and they knew they wanted to open up schools. They knew that that was a goal of theirs, and yet they didn't do vaccine safety tests on kids, so they can't vaccinate anybody under 16 until maybe 
the safety tests are completed at the end of the year. It just seems ridiculous. It's totally poor planning. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, that's not going to the schools because it's huge. I mean, it's, it's well, crazy. Well, apparently they didn't inform any of the teachers or the parents about that. So they've been asking the administrators when the kids are going to be able to get their shots and they're dodging those questions. And I guess the general public hasn't picked up on the fact that all of the shots are 18 and over or 16 and over, yeah. and there are no vaccinations available for children. So they're still demanding vaccines and um, asking about the timetable for the kids, even though mm -hmm. it's not possible. Yeah, yeah, it's not possible, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There would be ways well, to do it. This is all I'm saying. If you can go get your teeth cleaned... <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure you could have in-person education figured out. But apparently, pretty, you know, like teeth cleaning is for a money business. That's allowed to happen. Public school is not for money business. And that's not allowed to happen. So that's the funny duality we have here. And you'll see, you'll see the results of this more and more. You know, education is a key to something. Um, but yeah. not every parent can provide the education or the will for their kids or the discipline for their kids. And you'll see this later on. That's my opinion. Yeah. So it's it's tough. Well, I have another question that doesn't have anything to do with um, children. Um, so I have read an article and um, my co-workers are actually a little concerned because they're out um, in the hospitals every day so they get tested quite a bit like one of them is up to number 55 his test mm -hmm. and it's an article um that he sent around that was about the damage that is being done that we don't really know yet but there have has been some studies apparently in the nostril because they do go quite deep in there sometimes or they could do some damage is there any truth to that or is this have you heard anything of that? It feels uncomfortable, but no, there's there's no real damage going on. <laughs> not not even by accident that somebody goes to like you know because not everybody's like a, a doctor. No, I mean it, it can definitely cause irritation and um, you can get swelling, but it doesn't actually scar it or do any any lasting damage. Okay, because the articles did just say uncomfortable. there will be some damage. I've only got one test and quite i mean honestly it was both it was mouth and nose and i must say that um it wasn't as bad as everybody talked about with the yeah i got thing. one test like too. I, I didn't it's like a vaginal like examination is way worse tickled or anything but i yeah i was just wondering because they they they're quite worried and that article worried about what though that again was, that they're gonna scrape their brain or what they're gonna just scoop it out <laughs> no, like through no, the no, no. that there's some damage it'll damage the sinus happen. cavity or something oh yeah like up in the nose when you go in too deep there's there are a few things that you could damage and not everybody that tests you know some people might go too deep or too wide it's or, a cotton swab know. it's not a freaking scalpel but but all right all right this, some people are like there's, so sensitive there's still factory sense there's a bunch of things that could be i don't know i don't know i'm not a doctor so that's why i was asking yeah we haven't had any issues with anything like that well that's good <laughs> i thought okay fine it's it's kind of like when my american husband came to europe and it's like your toilet paper is so stretchy it's just like, what the fuck? Like, scratch your toilet paper for your booty. Oh, like, <laughs> some people are fucking sensitive. Okay, I grew up in Eastern Europe. We are hardy and, like, 
crazy there. So yeah, whatever. They're developing different tests, you said? Yeah, they've, they've got um, different tests that they're uh, currently studying to see if they're actually <laughs> okay to use for the general public. Um, if the results are going to be verifiable, if everything is okay, they just need to check to see the percentage, um, how accurate yeah. they are at the moment. But they've got a bunch of different tests in the works and they're, as they get better at testing for COVID, it's going to get less invasive. So it's not like they're going to have to do yeah. that forever. It's just if you They're, really want to make sure, that's the best way is to do a nasal swab. You can do, um, you can buy home tests at Aldi, and they've tested. Of course, people went crazy with those tests. It, <laughs> but so they tested like beer, for example, Polish beer tested positive. Um, <laughs> so we're not drinking <laughs> yeah. Polish beer anymore. And then they test themselves, and then one time they test positive, and one time they test negative. So um, I'm not sure about those tests. (laughs) No, I think most of those are are a scam. Uh, If it's a nasal swab and you're really getting into the sinus cavity, you can bet that that's pretty accurate. Um, They were working on kind of a breathalyzer test to check the efficacy on that, but uh, they're not quite sure how that's going. (laughs) Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. rapid tests aren't great. I mean, they they do pretty well, but it it's not as accurate as a nasal swab. Okay, I got I got a test that co- was called a rapid test. The and it was called fifteen minute test. I mean, my mm-hmm. results were online in fifteen minutes, and they did swab my nose and my throat. Mm-hmm. Oh, but depending so. on um, the type of machinery that they use to test that swab that's where the accuracy issues come in. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because they were getting a lot of I false positives that. or a lot of false negatives. They It was just fairly mm-hmm. inaccurate. So the best ones are okay. definitely the lab tests, the ones that take forever. Yeah, to take a couple of days? Yeah. At least 24 oh, okay. hours usually. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I took. They just sent the result back. That's good to know. Yeah, I mean, we had to, yeah, especially because some, you know, my work, they go into hospitals and sometimes the hospitals makes them test. And obviously those results are within a couple of minutes or hours. So, all right. (laughs) I believe UCSF was actually working on a breathalyzer test. So they're always trying to uh, come up with new, less invasive ways, easier, faster ways to test for it. More foolproof, too, because yes, the home tests, I mean, who knows if they're doing it correctly. <laughs> well, I mean, if they could just get easy scanners, like a breathalyzer or something, and you could check everybody coming into work, I mean, that would be incredible. You could yeah. totally open everything back up. But, you know, I think we've got a while before we can get to there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just waiting. <laughs> Everyone is frustrated for different reasons. Stephanie can't go outside. My kids can't learn. We we are like okay, yeah. It's, it's we're excited because we got a nice uh, UV tower. So anytime we have anybody in the office that tests positive, or anytime we've been exposed, we can request that they bring over the tower, and they'll set off the UV light in the room for like fifteen minutes and bake everything. Oh wow! wow how, how big is this? That's... Yeah. <laughs> well, what does this look like? It's a um, I it's want one like of those. a it's like a four foot five foot tower 
that has uh, UV light rods on all sides, and it's got a little timer on it. So they set it for like 10, 15, 20 minutes, and then they'll leave it in the room and just let it zap everything. Now, that was kind of difficult in our office because you, you're not supposed to be exposed to the UV light, but I couldn't leave the room because we have the codes and stuff. So mm -hmm. I had to kind of step into a little add-on room and hide in a dark corner for 15 minutes while they zap the room. Oh, my gosh. What, so yeah. what, what would happen if you stayed in the room? Is it like invisible? What does UV it do? Ozone exposure or is, is pretty bad. Uh, like you're talking sunburns and skin cancers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I'll... I'll take the sitting in the in the corner of the other room for 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they clean the room, I'm good. Hmm. That's nice. Do you guys have that um, an app like we have in Europe? We have everyone has an app on their phone, and it tells you if you've been exposed. Um, we or do been not. Around somebody. No. You would think that the Bay Area would, but no, we don't. No, because that would require, you guys have centralization in Europe and the U.S. has nothing centralized except yeah. the federal government, which is not allowed to be centralized anyway. Well, so. we were talking about it. I don't think it's not centralization. I, we were also talking about it like, you know, Americans, they would be like, oh my God, the government wants to track us. But, no but they already know. Like, look, every Google so. and Apple phone has a tracker. They exactly know where the fuck you are. And every website, yeah, you give that information again, already logic. through cookies. That's, that's not that's not fight the logic. You can't. Yeah, okay. So, again, too much. Too <laughs> much. It's not trying to be logical. It's okay. too much. Yes, you're driving yourself crazy. No, but yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, no one here, everyone here downloads the stupid app. And I mean, according to this app, I've never been exposed, but also I don't ever go out. So it's yeah. not true. <laughs> well, the case count is is climbing up here. So I mean, I would get a notification like fifty times a day. I mean, oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> mm. So that's is it? it, it, it how, how would it know? How would the app know yeah. because of the chain? Like someone near you tested, and then they would think that okay, you have a higher percentage. Like I don't. What, when you when you do get a test, um, every time you get a test, you get this little scanner code. You know that barcode thingy. And then you just open up the app and then you scan it in. And then it's like, like when I got my negative test, I opened up the app, scanned it in. Okay, record negative. If you do get a positive one, you scan it in. And then when our phones have been close to each other, mm -hmm. that's how they know I've been close to somebody that has tested positive mm -hmm. at some point. Yeah, this compliance would never work here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much freedom in the US, you know that. Yeah, I know. You don't want, you know, government knowing when you go to the store, Karen. That's, you know, it's just people People not. think that their personal whims are, are the freedom. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a different thinking. You'll never explain to Americans that your personal whim of, of, of dyeing your hair purple and, and not scanning the code that you're supposed to scan is where your freedom lies. It's whatever. It's a deep It's a deep subject again. We can have a whole hour on the yeah. freedom issue. <laughs> yeah, it's a different subject, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'm super happy to hear more from, from you, Lauren. It was great. And and your voice is oh, amazing. We're always happy to your have voice, you. Your voice, I was going to mention that. It's so calming. I <laughs> you should record like a sleep hypnosis or something. Books. You. you should Honestly. be voice actress. Or bo read books and like I've night helping really shit. I've never thought about it. I've, I've, never, I've never thought about it. I really, I don't. I don't like the sound of my own voice. Um, no one does. But I have. Oh, some people uh, do. 
one of the the sheriffs that I work with actually he's got a private business and he asked me to record the voicemail for his private business like <laughs> see yeah have a calming it's not even the sound of your voice or if it's low or high or whatever it's just there's a calmness about it and yeah. it's just it's your demeanor oh, you. too and I think it would work for a whole industry of sleep sleep induced uh, readings and all kinds of beautiful uh, <laughs> I hear Harry Potter has the same effect. Whoever reads Harry Potter is very much putting you to sleep. But 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 Lauren's books, it, readings especially, it's the calming. It's nice. It's and and I'll in your job, that. obviously, it's a huge perk. I mean, you need to calm especially people. You don't when need I'm to... off work. I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> you yeah. yeah. You were gonna write that book anyway. Remember, like about Absolutely. another topic. <laughs> You have a lot of future plans from us. We, we just give you like jobs to do these like business ideas. I'm down. <laughs> and you know, I have the hookups with some sound in the Bay Area. We, we, oh, we actually do voice acting sometimes on our games. Maybe I'll look into that for you. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, but it was so nice. I learned every time I learned so much from you. Um, Thank you I, for having me. I yeah. love hanging out with you ladies. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, it's amazing. You always learn so much and hopefully yeah, maybe we can have you on soon again and then maybe, you know, talk about the after effects and I'm sure there'll be lots to talk about. <laughs> I'm here for whatever. <laughs> Yay! Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you.